Hello and welcome to Z3 News. I'm James Bailey and today is Tuesday, July 10th, 2018. Today I want to share a few news stories with you that all have to do with our freedom of, of speech being under attack. And I also want to talk briefly before we get started about the shift in focus that we have going on here at Z3 News. There's really two parts to it. The first part is the shift from me spending my time writing posts to publish on the blog and transitioning to more uh, just speaking it into podcasts, which is going to be both audio and video content. But we also have another shift going on at the same time, and that is uh, shifting into more of a focus on current events. And I know that the followers of Z3 News are looking for more than news, as it's typically reported, because there are so many sites out there that re report the news, and there's some great ones uh, that are doing a, a very good job of providing alternative news sources. And so I'm not interested in trying to compete with, with all that. I don't have the resources or the time to do all that. But what I want to do is share prophetic insights and what God is revealing to us about the current times that we're living in and where we believe, according to what he's showing us in the scriptures as well as prophetically, where things are, are moving to. So we're not abandoning our prophetic focus at all but I am finding a need to uh, apply the prophetic to the current events and also there's been a ongoing process that I've gone through over the last six years that continues to this day of uh, honing in on those few prophetic voices out there that are getting pure words from God and not something out of their own mind or imagination and not something that's part God and part their, from their own selves. Um, we're looking for uh, pure, untainted, uh, clear words from God. And unfortunately, what I've found is those are few and far between. There's many voices, there's many people out there claiming to speak for God and they may be getting some things from God, but they're also getting a lot of a lot of a mixture of their own, from their own mind, their own heart, whatever. But uh, in some cases, they're saying things that are not scriptural. So we can uh, detect right there that God would never speak contrary to His own written word. Um, there are others who are speaking things that they. Uh, eventually will stub their toe and say something that uh, gives a specific date and time for an event that's going to happen and it doesn't happen and so we know that they're not hearing right and there's a scripture in Deuteronomy 18 that tells us and warns us that when someone claims to be speaking for, for God and what they said doesn't happen and I'm not talking about things that you know where there are some things where God can change his mind whatever I'm talking about things that it's pretty clear that they gave a a certain event that's going to happen say next month whatever and it doesn't happen then we know they're they're getting you know they're not ready for the stage put it that way and they're not ready to be posted on Z3 news 
and once I know that someone is uh, not giving us a pure revelation from God I don't post their words anymore I have posted from words from a lot of people that uh, it wasn't clear to me at first and that's why I said it's been like a six-year process of honing in on it and fortunately there are a few people that I trust that have always delivered words that are right on they're edifying they're in line with other prophetic words they're in line with the scriptures and whenever that happens that's the prophetic gift operating the way it should operate and that's a blessing because we begin to see things in the scriptures and in the world around us that we that we weren't able to see before because God's highlighted it for us it's a big help so I really appreciate that and I hope that uh, those who follow Z3 News uh, can understand that this is not a, um, you know, we, we're not perfect. We're, we're, it's a journey here. We are trying to sort through these things. And, uh, you know, I appreciate it. Everybody else trying to, uh, you know, you ask the questions and if things aren't if somebody's saying something that's not right we should be judging it and confronting it we're instructed to do that in the scriptures we don't just accept a word from God blindly from anyone but one thing I have found that uh, I think God provided in the prophetic gift that is very helpful is dreams and visions because at least that way whoever is coming to us with something that they claim to have received from God at least they can they can just report what they saw what did you see in this dream or vision just tell us what you saw and then the, all of us we can sort out and try to understand what does this mean what is God trying to show us we can separate what they saw from their own interpretation and then um, if we don't agree with their interpretation you know I can handle that I can handle somebody misinterpreting something that God gave but what I cannot handle is when someone comes forth with just a word no dream no vision just they're just speaking thus saith God well when you do that that's I think that's a, a higher level a higher level of responsibility too that you better have it 100 percent right because if you're saying thus saith God and it's not God it's a one-and-done deal for me I'm done with you if you ever say one thing that I know is not scriptural or I know uh, didn't come to pass like you said it better happen um, on the other hand if it's a dream or a vision like I said and if if you are struggling to understand what God revealed to you that's not a problem at all I don't, that, that happens all the time I appreciate people being bold enough to just share I had this dream I saw this vision I don't really understand it and let's work on it together you know as a as a group whatever to try to uh, understand and enlighten what God is trying to show us and uh, we know that God does um, provide dreams and visions because he's done it in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation it's never stopped He's still showing things to his people today. He doesn't. He's not limited to our English language. He gives us. He's speaking to us constantly in all sorts of ways, and dreams and visions is one of those ways. 
as well as just and sometimes we just have a sense about things we just have a, a, a intuitive knowing in our heart and spirit uh, a leading from God so all those things are are significant and important and uh, we want to we want to encourage people to bring them forth and uh, I'm not trying to discourage anyone from bringing forth what God's given them but but I just wanted to make that distinction between those who say they've received a dream or vision and those who are just coming right off the bat and saying thus saith God that's two different things entirely and they're judged at different levels of accountability and uh, so if you do have a word from God like that and I know there are a lot of uh, people who write for Z3 News who bring these things forth and I've learned to trust a lot of them over the years um, I thank God for that but just know that you will be held to a very high standard and uh, we expect you to get it 100% right and if you do miss it and make a mistake I mean people do that all the time we're all human so all it means really is you're just not ready to be going public you're not ready for a big stage or a platform to uh, share with a lot of people just maybe write these things down and see what happens in your own journal over time to see if you're hearing accurately so anyway I want to say I am definitely not giving up on the prophetic I'm just honing in on it and I want to just uh, give a word of caution because I have a long list of people who have sent me prophetic words that I will not share with anyone because I have found these people to be off and impure vessels and uh, so I'm I'm not sharing any of that with anyone anymore but I can tell you that there are other websites that will share anything anybody says they got from God and I just want to caution everyone about that because you you can't hear the one true voice if you got too many other voices in your head so-and-so said this and so-and-so said that and you, your your mind gets filled with this stuff and what I see happening is Christians are basically using the prophetic to em, uh, to empower themselves it's the Bible calls it divination wanting to know the future not so that we can draw closer to God but so that we can be in control of it ourselves which is totally about trusting ourselves and not trusting God and so if you go and read all these prophetic words and you get all this stuff in your head you're gonna be guaranteed confused and a lot of it is I promise you is is not from God so we just need to be careful and we need to uh, first of all judge every word by the, the scriptures so if somebody says something that doesn't line up with the scriptures then throw it out and secondly uh, we should have our own close personal relationship with God so that we're hearing him ourselves and these other words out there that other people are getting should only be confirming what God is showing us there should be confirmations in what he's shown us but also confirmations from other prophetic voices because God will confirm his word he's not going to just have one person like Moses coming down off the mountain and this guy has it all and nobody else has a clue it's not going to work that way we work together as a body we each get different pieces 
so we can put our pieces together but they should they should overlap there should be enough confirmation that we can have confidence that we are hearing clearly and I just want to say one more thing on this topic and that is that what we see today in the church is not what 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 it, God has planned the prophetic ministry is a huge part of the ministry that God wants to do in the earth and we see that in Ephesians 2:20, where he says that the ministry of the Apostles and the prophets are the foundation of the church but yet we don't see that in operation in in most churches that we see especially in the American churches the uh, the churches are founded on the ministry of the pastor and then uh, the evangelists and teachers also play a significant role but for the most part the prophetic and the apostles are silenced or not welcome or have very little to do with the church today and given the level of impurity that we see in the prophetic voices uh, that's probably not all bad but I just want to point out that there is a day coming before the Lord returns and that's not that far away that we are going to see the prophetic ministry operate the way God designed it to operate and we're going to see a level of accuracy in the prophetic ministry that we don't really see today very very rarely do we see today and we see that in Revelation 12 when the church the woman is is uh, fleeing uh, from uh, the dragon trying to devour her and she's carried away to safety on the wings of the great eagle and you know the eagle is a representation of the prophetic ministry eagles are known for their keen eyesight to see things a long way off so it's coming we are going to get there I know there's a tendency to want to chunk the whole thing and that's why we're warned in the scriptures don't despise the prophetic ministry because God is going to use it in a mighty way and these very people uh, who maybe aren't ready for prime time right now a lot of them are in training and they're being refined and they're being tried and tested and you know so God's got a plan and it's coming okay so I wanna shift gears here and share with you what's coming I've got uh, a lot of different topics in the works for sharing with you in podcasts and like I said that includes audio and video content um, right now there's just one of me and I'm believing God that soon I believe by the end of this year I believe he's going to provide more help that's going to allow me to do more things and produce more content but I have one that I'm working on um, sharing with you all the reasons why I believe we are the generation that will see the return of the Lord and uh, I believe there's a lot of evidence to support that from the scriptures and from the events that we see happening in the world today that are identified in the scriptures and so I'm looking forward to sharing that that's going to be some work I've got another one that I'm working on on the topic of uh, the coming singularity which is both a technology based singularity between humans and machines as well as a spiritual singularity uh, where God 
is bringing us to a place where we are walking at a much higher level. The church, his, his remnant army, where we are uh, becoming uh, one with him in a much greater way. So those two singularities are, it's an interesting parallel that's taking place right now. And I've got a, a podcast that I'm putting together on that. And some of these take more work than others. And uh, so try to keep it moving along here. But for today, I have uh, a couple stories that I found, two or three stories I found in the news yesterday that I found really interesting. They all have to do with free speech. And uh, so the first one is a news story about a Lebanese woman who flew to Egypt on vacation. She's a single 25-year-old woman named Mona El Masbo. She was in Lebanon on vacation and she reports that she was having some frustrations because whatever taxis she rode in, the taxi drivers were trying to hit on her. Uh, she'd be walking down the street, men would approach her and try to hit on her. She had an incident where somebody stole some of her money and in frustration she just went on her Facebook account and posted a quick video of herself ranting about uh, her vacation there and she referred to Egypt uh, as an SOB nation and her video uh, went viral and was shared throughout that area and as she started to leave she got to the airport was going to catch her flight back to Lebanon and she was approached by police officers they arrested her and took her before a judge and the judge sentenced her to eight years in an Egyptian prison for harming the Egyptian people with her slanderous remarks and so I just thought that was an interesting story we see that happening from time to time you know what we think is a safe harmless environment where we're allowed to share our opinions you have to be aware of these these stories that are these things that are happening to other people particularly if we're traveling in other countries that are less tolerant but I think in the days ahead we're gonna see a crackdown on that in the US and that leads right into the next story which is uh, Facebook has just announced that they're hiring a George Soros funded company called the Atlantic Council's Digital Research Unit and they are relying on this company to monitor all Facebook posts that have a political uh, content to it particularly during upcoming elections and I mean talk about the Fox guarding the hen house they're they're doing this in the name they say of preventing people from meddling in the elections but it's total hypocrisy because that's exactly what they're doing is meddling in the election to make sure that as few conservative voices as possible are heard just the fact that they hired a George Soros funded company tells you right off the bat what they're up to and what they call abuse of the election process so we're definitely seeing a clear pattern here of the leading technology companies like Twitter and Facebook and YouTube clamping down uh, tightening the grips 
to silence the voices of what they would call the opposition, which is always the Christian voice, the biblical view. They do not want to hear about it, despite all their claims to uh, being tolerant. They're, they're, they pride themselves on this message of tolerance, but yet they're not tolerant of all at all when it comes to uh, the Christian voice. That's the one voice they will not allow. And if you don't know who George Soros is, he's the number one donor for Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. Um, there were emails leaked about two years ago that show that Soros had donated over $30 million to Hillary Clinton, which makes him by far her largest financial supporter. So Facebook by choosing his organization to monitor their political postings that lets us know real easily where they're coming from. Now this next story has to do with President Trump and I want to frame it before I even get started because there's so many different views on who Trump is and what God's doing through him and I want to go back to if you consider what Jesus said about the the time before he returns he said we would enter into a time of birth pangs where like a woman in labor there would be a period of intense pain but then there would be a, a release from that pain and everything's all good but then the pain comes back and it's even more intense than before and I believe that's what's happening right now we saw during the Obama administration we saw eight years of lawlessness we saw President Obama using his office unconstitutionally abusing his power consistently to destroy our nation and take away our liberties. If there were laws on the books, he tried to get around them. If there were new laws being discussed, he tried to uh, find a way to get around Congress. Uh, making the treaty with Iran as an example, treaties with other nations are supposed to be approved by Congress. Obama just skipped that altogether. But my point is the pendulum swung far in the direction of lawlessness and unrighteousness being promoted at every level and lies and distortions abounding every at every turn with Obama being the ringleader. And it actually looked like we were on the verge of completely losing our country and our constitution, especially, and I think we would have, faster if Hillary Clinton had been elected but by the grace of God the the time of that contraction that pain ended and we entered into a period of some relief and I believe that's where we are now and a lot of a lot of people look at this and say well we're gonna put that behind us and now going forward we're gonna restore everything and America's gonna be greater than ever in the days ahead and that contradicts everything God has shown me. He's shown me there is great trouble coming in the days ahead, and we're not out of the woods yet. We're just in between contractions. That's where we are. And the next contraction coming is going to be far more painful than the one we just went through. So that's the context that I see for where we are today and what's going on with President Trump and so I thank God that we've been given this reprieve, this temporary opportunity to 
advance God's kingdom, get our own houses in order. But I want to say this too, that just because God supernaturally uh, spared us in the last presidential election and put a man in office that is pushing back on lawlessness and uh, advancing in many areas righteousness, just because God gave us this does not mean that everything President Trump does is in agreement with God or is right. And the reason I'm saying that is because I've heard so many people making that argument that, well, God put Trump in office, so therefore we should support him in everything that he's doing. God puts every authority in office, even those that work contrary to his will, because ultimately he's working everything together for good. That's in uh, Romans 13, verse 1. It says, there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. And that means that Obama was put in office for God's purposes, which were, I think, much different purposes than what Trump was put in office for. But each of them, nobody's come into positions of authority except, except God has allowed it to happen and has established it for his purposes. It might be to provoke us uh, to get on our knees and cry out to him. It might be for all kinds of different purposes. God uh, recruited, so to speak, Satan to uh, provoke Job and to torment Job. Satan accomplished God's purposes. It doesn't mean that that was the perfect will of God, but it was for that time to accomplish his purposes to bring Job uh, through a testing period where he later restored everything that he had lost. But my point is, we should not just be so blind to jump on the Trump bandwagon just because somebody had a prophetic word that God put Trump in office. Absolutely, uh, God is involved in what's going on on planet Earth. But that does not endorse everything this man does. So with that context, I want to share this story of uh, Julian Assange, who is the founder of of WikiLeaks and WikiLeaks uh, probably everybody knows about WikiLeaks but they've uh, released literally millions of documents uh, in the past decade or more of uh, government organizations exposing corruption and lies from our political uh, leaders and their organization has come under tremendous fire so Julian Assange is wanted for arrest by the United States government and he has been hiding out for the past six years in the Ecuadorian embassy located in London and in his confinement there which is voluntary confinement he is hiding there because the Ecuadorian government has given him a sanctuary to hide in because if he steps out outside into the street even uh, the UK authorities have let him know that he will be arrested and he will be extradited to the United States where he will be going to prison so he, he can't even step outside but in his confinement which has been going on for six years now he has no access to phone calls internet um, medical treatment he can't go see a doctor anything like that 
he, he literally cannot leave this place. And what's interesting about this story to me is that here's a man that most of the American people would consider to be a hero because all he does is share the truth. I mean, he's truly a champion of the truth, putting forth the actual documents, the actual emails, actual correspondences from government leaders around the world exposing what's really happening and holding people accountable who otherwise are escaping all accountability through their network of lies and their schemes to present themselves as something that they're not. So I think across the board, I mean, the American people would, I think, mostly agree that's a good thing. Uh, whether you're liberal or conservative, I think most everybody would agree that's a good thing. But yet here it is the United States of all the nations in the world, it's the United States that's after him to imprison him. Now isn't it ironic that the nation that claims to be the champion of freedom around the world is the nation that's trying to arrest this hero of free speech? Isn't that ironic? I mean it makes you wonder who are we anymore? What truly are we doing as a nation? Because we're not acting like what we claim to be. We're not standing for what we claim to stand for. And if it's not coming from the American people, where is it coming from? And I can tell you where it's coming from. It's coming from this deep state, uh, these shadow figures who are the leeches that have attached themselves to our nation and are sucking it dry um, because they run our government through their control over our currency and our financial system. And so what we have today is our federal government agencies like the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, National Security Agency. These intelligence agencies are controlled by, owned and paid for by the deep state shadow figures. Now I didn't know anything about this back in 2010. I remember a friend of mine was talking about these things and I thought oh boy he's been watching way too many YouTube videos need to dial it back. But after that God started showing me in dreams and repeatedly in different prophetic dreams seeing what's going on in our nation and he let me know that what we see today uh, things are not the way they appear to be and our news media is is very much in on what's happening they're owned by bought and paid for just like our many of our political elected representatives thank God not all of them we have a few champions out there who are fighting for our Constitution but the corruption runs thick it is just like a rotten apple rotten to the core. So if this sounds like a bunch of crazy talk to you, I highly recommend reading Rodney Howard Brown's new book, Killing Uncle Sam, because in that book he documents uh, the money trail throughout the history of our country and shows that just like Satan's kingdom always operates, it's all about the money. It's a money kingdom. 
And uh, so I haven't actually read the book, but I know he's what he's saying is right on because it confirms what God has shown me and what once you see it, you start realizing the evidence of it is everywhere. But unfortunately, most of the American people don't see it. It just sounds like a completely out of left field, foreign, no way it could be possible, like something out of a movie. But yet it's it's real. And so I believe God wants his people to be awake, alert, aware of what's happening, not deceived, not like dumb sheep being led to the slaughter. But we know what's happening and we're able to discern what's really going on. Now, what's really interesting to me is this whole question of what role is President Trump playing in carrying out the agenda of the deep state? Because during the 2016 election, WikiLeaks released documents showing corruption and lies within the Democratic National Party. And Trump, at that time, publicly made a statement saying, I love WikiLeaks. Okay, so he understands what the deal is with, with WikiLeaks, and he likes what they're doing, apparently, at least he did that day. But today, we see his top-level cabinet members, including Attorney General Jeff Sessions and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, are both re leading the charge to get Julian Assange extradited to the US and arrested. In an interview about three weeks ago, his lawyer, Jennifer Robinson, who is a fellow Australian citizen, Julian Assange is an Australian citizen, she said, the deep state intelligence agencies have been embarrassed by WikiLeaks publications and by the work Julian Assange has done and we believe that's why they're pushing for his prosecution. And she says, this is a fundamental assault, not just on free speech, but on democracy as we understand it. Now, what's interesting, she points out comments, she quotes Secretary of State Mike Pompeo saying, WikiLeaks is a hostile, non-state intelligence agency, and we will take them down. And he goes on to say that Julian Assange should not benefit from the constitutional protections under the First Amendment. What? Okay. And then we have Attorney General Jeff Sessions saying, prosecuting WikiLeaks is a priority. What? Of all the things, of all the issues coming before our Department of Justice, prosecuting WikiLeaks is a priori priority for who? Not for the American people it's not a priority at all. But if you work for the deep state, now what I'm wondering is, how is it that President Trump's people who report directly to him, his top level cabinet members, are making these comments about WikiLeaks? I mean, are we to think that Trump is unaware of what they're doing and saying? I don't think so. There is a definite disconnect somewhere here between the objectives of a president who claims to be all about draining the swamp and fighting the deep state is carrying out the mandate of the deep state. A, a criminal organization uh, prosecuting a hero of freedom and free speech.
And so it raises the question in my mind, is President Trump truly calling the shots within his own administration? Or is someone else telling him what to do? Because if he's calling the shots, are we to believe that he supports the agenda of the deep state? That he is truly an enemy of free speech? I honestly don't know what goes on inside President Trump's head. I thank God for some of the things he's been able to accomplish. But the bottom line on where I'm netting out on all this is the pushback against lawlessness is coming directly from God and not from Donald Trump. I don't know what to make of Donald Trump. I don't know whether to believe him. I don't know if who, who he is today versus who he was in the past or who he's going to be tomorrow. I don't know any of that. But I do know that God is giving his people an opportunity to get our own houses in order, to advance his kingdom, to prepare to bring in the, the great final harvest that the scriptures tell us is coming before the Lord returns. And Satan's scheme to bring forth lawlessness throughout the earth has been pushed back temporarily. And I thank God for that. But you know, it just seems right to me. It just seems like something God would do that he would orchestrate these events in the way that only he could do in such a way that we could all look at it and say, well, wait a second, the credit does not belong to that man. The credit all belongs to God. So whatever good comes out of this president's administration, all the glory belongs to God. And you know, I believe God wants us to know that, to be able to see that, that he left just enough clues along the way here that we can all say, wait, 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 look up. This is God at work. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for having mercy on our nation when we have not deserved it and for giving your people more time to get ready for what's ahead. All right, so I'm going to stop here for today. So thanks for joining me today, and I hope to be back again soon with another program. Until then, so long. Mm-hmm.